time, of course, for the Rural News with Kim Moody and Ōtautahi. Kia ora, Kim, and some new machines could make working on farms safer. Kia ora, Mane. Yes, Dairy NZ and ACC are looking at the injuries farmers sustain during calving and how these can be prevented. Spring is a busy time for farmers who put in long hours during the calving period on top of their regular work. Dairy NZ research lead Dr Callum Eastwood says after surveying 370 farmers, they found back, knee and ankle sprains and strains were the most common injuries on the job. Farmers spend a lot of the day, a fair chunk of the day, milking. So around 25% of the sprain-strain injuries were associated with milking. And this was from things like having to reach for cows that are standing further away from the milker, from slippery surfaces in the shed, and tripping on things like hoses in the shed. A third of uh, sprain and strain injuries were occurring out in the paddock. And obviously at that winter-spring time of year, that was from picking up calves or things like rolled ankles out in the paddock. Mr Eastwood says they're working on prototypes of machines that can make carving a bit easier for farmers to reduce the risk of injury. We're also looking at prototypes to reduce the reach that farmers have to do to cut cows, especially smaller cows, on the platform. I've been trying out some exosuits to help support the back when uh, lifting heavy objects on farm. And we're also developing an assessment method to help farmers work out which footwear is best fits with which task on farm. He says a prototype trailer they're working on would make it easier to get calves through a set of saloon gate doors. When you've got a you know, 30, 40 kg calf you're picking up and it's wriggling, or, you know, having to hold it and open a gate can be quite difficult. So I guess we're trying to take away one of those actions so you can be in a stronger position when you're putting the calf into the trailer. Dr Callum Eastwood says they're working with farmers to improve the prototypes, which will hopefully be available to buy in the next few years. The High Court has ordered Westland Dairy Company to continue collecting milk from Gloria Vale's dairy farms. Earlier this year, the company announced it would stop collecting milk from the Christian community after the Employment Court ruled members of the community who worked up to 70 hours a week were not volunteers. Sully Murphy reports. Collection was set to stop in June, but Gloria Vale's Cannon Farming Dairy Limited filed an application for an interim injunction against Westland. In a decision just released, Justice Jan-Marie Duke ordered Westland to continue to collect milk from Cannon's farms, Bell Hill, Gloria Vale and Glen Hopeful, subject to the condition that Cannon does not employ any miners or associate partners under the age of 18 on its farms. In the ruling, Justice Duke says there is no evidence before the court to establish that at the time the injunction was sought, Cannon was in the breach of its obligations as an employer. South Island farmers are preparing for the cold snap expected to begin later this afternoon. Weather Watch forecaster Phil Duncan says two bouts of cold weather are on their way. The first and main cold front arriving in Southland today. In fact, it'll be coming in around about the middle of the day and early afternoon. And that will move northwards and across the country over the next 24 hours. And then that's followed behind by the big cold Antarctic part of it, which will be coming through across Wednesday, Wednesday night and Thursday morning. And so we're going to be seeing some very cold air coming through in that second part with also some sea level snow flurries in the South Island and some low level snow flurries in the North Island. Mr Duncan says the heaviest snowfall will will happen in northern Southland and Otago, but North Canterbury should get a decent dusting as well.
It's not good timing, especially in the South Island with some people in the high country only just getting into lambing now. So this is going to be a bit of a shock to the system for, for those newborn lambs over the next 48 hours. The biggest positive is that it's short-lived and that those inland areas won't be as wet. That's the big killer, really, with lambs. Not so much the snow, but the wind chill and them being wet. That could be more of a problem, perhaps, in the North Island, Wellington, Wairarapa, Hawke's Bay area, where, you know, the, the rain sleety kind of rain will be falling um, and higher rainfall totals as well than the lower South Island has got. Farmer and Vice President of Southland Federated Farmers Bernadette Hunt says the snow couldn't have come at a worse time for high country farmers, but they're prepared. Basically, this kind of thing happens, you know, it's not it's not drastically unusual that we get a bit of snow at this time of year, they're pretty used to it, and the ewes lambing on the hill country um, generally have you know quite a bit of good shelter to get in behind you know big tussocks and the like that they get in behind, which is why they land where they are. Um, so they'll be um, you know just making sure that the, the ewes and lambs are where they're meant to be and kind of leaving them to it through the snow. Although it doesn't look great, it's not going to be huge totals, and at this time of year it t- tends to clear out fairly quickly. So I don't imagine people will be panicking too much. Bernadette Hunt says in the high country, sheep are well-versed at finding shelter in tussocks. She says on the flats, lambing is nearly complete, so most lambs will be strong enough to handle the snow. Lamb prices are weaker than normal for this time of year. AgriHQ senior analyst Mel Crowd says while the average value of export lamb rebounded 33 cents from the lows of July, the devil is in the details. This jump mainly came from us selling a larger portion of lamb as either chilled or boneless cuts, which do command a premium. And of course, we also had the exchange rate benefits, which puffed up the numbers in key trading regions. If we do switch those prices to the in-market currency, it did show a weaker to steady pricing. Mel Crowd says lamb exports normally begin to ramp up about now, but that hasn't happened. There's a lot of concern and risk out there at the moment that we sort of haven't seen probably for, for quite some time and it is just starting to impact on those prices that we're seeing into all our key markets and demand surrounding it as well. So it's just sort of stalled. Um, mindful that supplies out of New Zealand have been relatively low um, and it's seasonal lows. But like I mentioned, from November onwards, our exposure to export markets basically ramps up in line with production here. And so we really need to see some improvement in interest and prices from those key markets so that we we see that in returns here. Mel Crowe. And that's the Rural News for today. Koe rā te porongo o te taiwhenua.